0: Isaiah chapter 50. I only have one verse of scripture that I'm going to read to start tonight. Isaiah 50. I'm going to read verse 10. I believe we have everybody tonight. Thankful for everyone that's here. Amen. We want to honor the Lord. Thank Him for uh, His keeping power this week. For Amen. Taking us. Amen. Bringing us to where we are and taking us to where we're going. Amen. amen. Praise God. I'm thankful uh, for his goodness tonight. Amen. Again, Isaiah chapter 50. We're going to read one verse of scripture, verse 10. I have other scriptures I'm going to share with you tonight as we get into, amen, the message. Praise the Lord. I I, I kind of feel like I have a teacher tonight. I kind of feel that. Amen. I don't know. I don't know. Praise God. Hallelujah. It just all depends on uh, amen, Where we go, amen, but I take 50 verse 10, everybody have it and be able to stand, stand. Amen. stand say amen. amen. Amen, who is among you that fears the Lord, that obeys the voice of his servant, that walks in darkness and hath no light? Let him trust in the name of the Lord and stay upon his God. Amen. I want to read the same scripture out of the complete Jewish Bible. It says, Who among you fears Adonai, who obeys what his servant says? When he walks in the dark without any light, he will trust in the Lord's reputation and rely on his God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. We're going to blast the shofar. We yeah. want you to give the Lord praise for his word tonight. We magnify that into this place tonight, God. We you set aside We just select you. God, first and foremost, for all that is done tonight with the word and the message. God, we thank you tonight for your grace and your power. We give you praise. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. You may be seated, and if the Lord will allow me, I want to minister on the simply the thought, the night season. Amen? Look at your neighbor and just say, the night season. Amen? We, we preached on Sunday morning about the fire. Amen? About amen, the trials of fire. But tonight, amen, praise the Lord, as the Lord has laid in my spirit for several days now. Amen? Praise God. I just want to bring to you, amen, what He's laid on my heart, simply the night season. What if I ask you tonight, amen, uh, the simple question, what is God's basic will for our lives as a Christian? As a Christian, what do you think that God's basic will for our lives are, amen? I'm not talking about your calling and all of those things. I'm talking about for all of us as Christians, what is God's basic will for our lives, amen? As children of God, Amen. I believe that, as Romans eight twenty nine says, as the Apostle Paul says that. I believe the basic will of God for every Christian is to be conformed into the image of the Son of God. Amen. That is the basic will of God for every believer, everyone that is born again. Amen. The basic will of God is to be conformed to the image of His Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And we we, uh, we understand, amen, that when we get born again, again, amen, that our spirit becomes born again and we begin to uh, receive a transformation, amen, the Bible said old things have passed away, all things have become new, the old man uh, now becomes dead, amen, why? Because the spirit that was once dead unto the things of God has now been rebirthed, a man is now alive, praise God, and so now uh, the old man is dead. And once transformation begins, we not only encounter abundant life in our soul, uh, amen, but we also, amen, uh, amen, gain, or as we begin to, uh, amen, be transformed, we encounter an intimate fellowship with God in our spirit. That's where that intimacy and that fellowship with God begins as that transformation comes, amen, as we get born again. Our desire, amen, God's desire is for us to know Him, amen, but not only know Him, but to know Him so intimately that we won't be moved when difficulties come across our path. Amen? Can I say that again? It's not only God's will for us to know Him, but to know Him so intimately that amen, we cannot be moved when difficult things begin to come across our path. We preach on Sunday morning about the fire. Amen? How many knows that difficult times are going to come? We are not exempt as children of God from difficulties. Amen. And if we truly desire this intimacy, I I understand that not everyone's desire is parallel. I understand that not everyone is at a place where their desire, amen, has reached the same level as maybe someone else. But bottom line, if we truly desire this intimacy with God, it has to begin inwardly. It has to begin, amen, on the inside. knows that jesus said the kingdom is in us why because god now dwells in us so we don't wait for the kingdom the kingdom is already in us can i get somebody amen amen to say amen so we've got to begin to learn everybody say learn we've got to begin to learn in that inner chamber of our spirit because that is where god dwells amen can i say that again god dwells in our spirit, so we've got to begin to learn in that inner chamber, uh, amen, of our spirit, because that's where God uh, dwells, that's where the Spirit of the Lord comes in, that's where that dunamis power, that resurrection power, hallelujah, that Jesus, uh, amen, gave us, hallelujah, that's where uh, that dwells, and so we've got, amen, to uh, uh, truly begin to, amen, live in that place. This is why the Apostle Paul said we can walk in the Spirit. That doesn't mean we walk around speaking in tongues all the time, or we walk around laying hands on everybody that we see, or we walk around mumbling Scripture out of our mouths, if that doesn't mean that. That means that we dwell in I'm the inner chamber of our spirit, where the spirit of the Lord dwells, amen, that means our soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions, must begin to conform, hallelujah, to the things of the spirit. Can I get somebody to say with me tonight? Hallelujah, praise God, because this is the place that God teaches us. In that inner chamber within our spirit is where he teaches us. It's where he guides us. And it's also where he communes with us. This is where we have that intimate fellowship with God. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is also the place from which we worship, from which we praise. Amen. And from which we love Him. Hallelujah. That is from the place that we bring all of those things out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. This I speak, I speak of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, we've got to begin to, amen, learn to dwell, learn to live in the inner of our spirit because that's where God dwells and that is the place, hallelujah that God will begin to guide us and lead us and commune with us, brother Shane, and that is the place from which our praise and our worship and our love a begins to flow, hallelujah that is where his presence is known to us, his presence is known to us through his spirit, can I tell you that anybody, whether they are Saved or not Can feel the presence of the Lord How I many would a man When you were a sinner You sat uh, a man in the presence of the Lord And you felt uh, the presence of the Lord I'm not talking about feeling his presence uh, I'm talking about walking And learning a man to dwell in his presence uh, To where the soulish part of our lives a man begins to conform as a man our spirit has become transformed can i can i get somebody to help me i told you i feel a teacher tonight hallelujah that's where his presence is known but here's what you gotta understand hallelujah that inward does not mean self-word when we talk about, Amen, that change or that be that desire must begin, Amen, inwardly. We're not talking about A Amen. It doesn't. It neither doesn't mean a detachment. From the world. We cannot be in this world and not recognize the fact that we are here. We cannot act like, amen, that the things in this world are not reality. Can I get somebody to help me? Hallelujah. So the inward is not self-worth, neither is it a detachment from the world, but it is a process of sanctification by which we can meet with God in the world. Amen. We are are in the world, but we are not all of the world. So we do not participate, we do not operate under the influences, amen, and the dominions of the world, hallelujah, but we walk in a place of fellowship with God so that he can meet us in that place, so that his presence, amen, can meet with us in this world. Because it's in this world that his presence is needed. Somebody help me in this place when you walk In this world, his presence is needed. And so this is where that intimacy and that inward fellowship, amen, begins to take place. See, the realm of God's spirit, because here's why you have to get your mind and your will and your emotions, which is the soulish part of who we are. This is why we have to get our souls, amen, conformed to the things of the spirit, <laughs> Hallelujah, because, uh, amen, when you understand that the rest- the realm of God's spirit uh, operates outside the scope uh, of human understanding. Uh, we don't understand, uh, hallelujah, the realm of God's spirit. Somebody help me in this place. Amen. His spirit. Amen. This that we're speaking about. Amen. That we began to. Amen. Desire that fellowship and that intimacy. Uh, amen. Amen. Hey, with me. I'm just laying the foundation as always. Hallelujah. But, amen, the Spirit of God, amen, His Spirit, the realm of His Spirit operates outside of our human understanding. This is why you do not understand what God is doing. This is why you cannot comprehend, the carnal mind cannot comprehend the things of the Spirit. Amen. This is why we need the Holy Ghost. Amen. To pray through us amen to pray in us because we don't always understand the will of God as it pertains to uh, the moment or the season or the circumstances But the Bible says hallelujah that there is a realm that understands amen the mind of God and that is the Holy Ghost and so when you don't know what to pray when you've prayed all that your human mind knows what to pray when your carnal mind when your human understanding has reached its limit this is where the Holy Spirit begins to take over and now when you don't know what to pray you will pray in the Spirit and the Spirit knoweth the will of the Father. Come on somebody help me in this place. This is why the Holy Ghost is for the a talk talker. He's more than a yeah, yay, I say. He's more than laying hands on the sick. He's more than casting out devils. He's more than raising the dead. He is a fellowship and a daily, intimate walk with the Father. Oh, come on somebody. do you hear me? Yes. I feel the Holy Ghost. Amen. And I'm trying to lay some bricks. But i come tonight to tell somebody, to help somebody understand that what you're going through, hallelujah, is not an anomaly. Hallelujah, but it just might be the will of God. Even though you don't understand it, even though you can't comprehend it, your spirit. If I could say it like this, in the holy of holies of your spirit. Our bodies is a temple of the Holy Spirit. So when you begin truly desire to dwell in the holy of holies of your spirit, where the the presence of the Lord is, hallelujah, then things hallelujah are going to begin, hallelujah, to change. There's going to be some things, hallelujah, that may be revealed some things, amen, that may be opened up to you, amen, this is where, amen, we see a a realm or a level of deliverance, this is why God's people are in a constant state of deliverance, this is why the word salvation, amen, is not a one and done term, it means deliverance, it is an ongoing process, Hallelujah, so you're saved today, amen, you got to choose to be saved tomorrow, amen, not this flesh or this soulish realm of us, it does not come automatic to be good, it doesn't automatically come to your mind, your will, and your emotions, the soulish part of who you are, it's not an automatic thing to love God. It's not an automatic thing to shun the very appearance of evil, but you've got to discipline, hallelujah, your flesh or your soul, amen, to come into alignment, to conform to the things of the Spirit as you are being transformed. Connection, or that deeper connection, this then that inward journey can be a night season. <laughs> Everybody say, night season. <laughs> <laughs> we can encounter confusion <laughs> and darkness. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot approach God's presence logically or emotionally. Right, right, right. 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 You will get cut down every time. Uh Uh You cannot approach His presence logically or emotionally. You cannot approach His presence based on your feelings. Uh Come on. on. Uh You cannot logically enter into His presence with thanksgiving. Our human our human understanding, do you understand that? You cannot approach his presence. You cannot enter into his presence through logic or through uh, emotions. So many people are emotional Christians. That's why they're up today, down tomorrow. Up four days and down a little bit, two, and then back up a little bit higher, three, and then way down for four or five, and then they creep back up slowly. They approach the presence of God based on their emotions and how they feel. This is a very good sign that there is not a deep and intimate connection to the presence of the Lord. It doesn't mean they're not saved. It just means that there is a lacking of deep intimacy with God. Can I get somebody to help me in this place? I just need two or three. Hallelujah. I want to help us tonight. Praise God. There's no you're to follow. Hallelujah. Amen. I had a person, I was in West Virginia, uh, amen, this past weekend into the last weekend. Amen, into the weekend. Amen. I had a a, a young lady very sincerely. Amen. Hallelujah. How many you can you can tell? You can tell in a group of people who's hungry for God. You can tell a man who is receiving the word, who is taking the worship. Amen. This young lady, hallelujah, is like that. And she was as serious as she could be. And she came up and sat down beside me. And she said, I got a question for you. I said, What's that? She said, What's the secret to your anointing? I kind of paused and looked at her. She said, no, I mean it. How do you have what you have? And I said, there's no formula. You can't go to a conference. You can't study a book. You can't follow a 10-step a, 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 a process. Hallelujah. And get uh, a mind this place. Uh, hallelujah. With the Lord. Uh, you cannot reach a spiritual intimacy. Uh, hallelujah. By reading some instruction manual uh, on how to do it. Hey, Amen. Yeah, come on, somebody, do you hear me? You can watch all the how to self help videos you want. Hallelujah. But there is no substitution for you being in the inner chamber of this presence. And so I begin to share with her. Hallelujah. how my walk with the Lord hallelujah has grown from here to there and there and how I'm still growing and how that you're already anointed, we're all anointed you're a king, a priest you got dominion, hallelujah amen, you just have to believe and understand and desire hallelujah, so there's no formula amen, to follow we can't rely on our senses come on somebody, can you help me, that's why some folk are in church tonight because they relied on their senses uh, uh, come on let's just be real that's why some didn't pray today uh, because they relied on their sense of smell taste hallelujah seeing uh, a man touching or hearing we cannot rely on our senses we can't rely on what we see uh, or how it smells uh, or what we hear or We can't touch our way into the presence of God. Because they will deceive you when you go before God based on what you see. I don't care how many years you've been saved. I don't care how long. I don't care how many of your grandfathers preached. Doesn't matter how many people in your family are preachers and pastors. Even mature Christians can still get in the flesh. And that means we can we can, we can can go by our feelings and we can look through the eyes of our natural understanding. we if you're not careful, that will make you a little right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 God said he'd rather give you be hot or cold. Right. When you're a mixture of both, God's like, eh. So you can't decide which way you want to go. At least if you're hot or you're cold, you've decided which way you want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're in between, you can't decide whether you want all of you or part of it. God's yeah. like, I can't deal with that. I got too many people that want me. Uh, yeah. I, I got too many people that are crying out to me. Save me. I got you. Come on, are you hear God. me? Hallelujah. The Bible says he'll keep you, he'll spit you out of his mouth. Amen. But here's what I want you to understand. Here's the thing about that. He loves us too much to leave us out in the middle of the road. <laughs> He will not leave you out in the middle of the road to get ran over, to get knocked down, to get. Short, but he will come after you. Come on, do we need to go to El-Rohai? Amen, the shepherd. Amen, Jehovah Rohai, the Lord. Amen, Is my shepherd. Do We have to go back to where he'll leave all of the spiritual ones. Hallelujah. All the ones, amen, that are short and he'll come after you. Hallelujah. He'll take the hook of his staff and he'll lovingly put it around your neck and he'll give you a gentle tug. Amen, to pull you out of the middle of the road. Hallelujah. So that you don't get run down Hallelujah, praise God, are you with me? He loves you too much to leave you in the middle of the road And I want somebody in this house to know tonight You can run, you can think you can hide You think you can do, you think you can wait, ignore Hallelujah, But the love of God Amen, has got a hold He's got your name, hallelujah He's got your number, hallelujah And God loves you too much to leave you out In the middle of the road God knows that the only way to have intimacy is to walk in faith and not be dependent on sight, feelings, or experience but on Him alone. I said to not be dependent on sight, feelings, or experience but on Him alone. In Christ alone, I place my trust. in Christ alone thus we now enter the night season Mm -hmm. all of that will take you into night seasons can I tell you that all Christians have trials we preached on Sunday about the fire trials brought by the devil Right, we preach on Amen. Had Azariah, and i Amen. Praise God. Let it be known. I will not die. Yes. Let it be known. Hallelujah. The enemy can bring his fire. His fire is already raging. You don't have to wait on him to get it moving. Hallelujah. King Nebuchadnezzar said that you will be thrown into the fire. That meant that the fire was already ready for them to be thrown in. Hallelujah. Praise God. So you don't have to wait for the enemy to get something ready to try to bring you down. Hallelujah. He'll do it. You walk out. Your tires flat. Amen. He's got the fire ready for you to become a mess, for you to take an attitude, for you to, amen, get in the soulless realm. Come on, somebody. to be hear that? Hallelujah. He didn't cause your black tire. But he's gonna, amen. He'll certainly take you in the fire because of your flat tire. Hallelujah! That's right. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. But John said, "When I'm saying, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen." There are trials at the enemy and fire of the enemy. So Christians are gonna have trials. Amen. Hallelujah. Trials at. Amen. Are caused by personal sin. Trials that can be caused by other people's sins. Trials that can be caused by the schemes of the enemy. Amen. And trials that simply happen because of the fallen state of humanity. Because this world is the world. We're gonna have trials because of that. Simply because of the fallen state of humanity. We will have trials. But night seasons are God-sent. They're God-sent periods of time, but they're filtered by the Father. That's what you learn in the secret place. You learn the difference between a trial and a night season. Mm-hmm. I've had some night seasons this year. And mm-hmm. if I'm honest, I'm probably still in one. Mm-hmm. Still in the night season. But I know I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he began to speak to me about the night and, and trying to discern what he was trying to say. But those night seasons are God-sent periods of time that are filtered by our Father and they are sent to or allowed to specifically strengthen our faith and to teach us to walk only by the Spirit and not the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's the thing. Does it mean that, that once a night season it's that you'll we'll never have another one because remember we're in a constant state of deliverance. So we never arrive. There's always room in our life for more of him. So in love, what God does is he removes, and that when, you're, when you're in the night season, he removes all of the natural and the comfortable support systems mm. that you have. He mm. removes all of the natural and the comfortable support systems so that he can replace those things with total and unshakable faith in him. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want it, God's got it, but it's going to cost you. Mm. It's not without price. Amen. 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 To where we 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 learn, and He teaches us through these night seasons that the dependence on self is evil. It's, it, it, it it won't work. It might temporarily suffice, but it won't last. And so the night seasons begin to take us, and God now removes all of the support systems. He allows circumstances. Here's what you got to understand about the night season and about it's dark at night, Right? We get that, you understand, darkness and night are a a unified, they're, they're they're a connected thing. Amen, are you with me? So he allows circumstances to darken our understanding. So now we can't see the light because he has allowed the circumstances to darken the light. And the reason is is that your soulish realm, your understanding, that soulish part of you, that that frail, carnal part of you cannot comprehend or understand the spirit and how it is operating and the things that God desires to do in your life. And so he has to darken your understanding to where you can't see the light. Hence, that is the night season. He allows the darkness. And it, I did it. I know it feels like he's forsaking you. And sometimes, now if I'm honest and I'm going to be real, you know I'm pretty transparent and I'm real. This is how I have felt in the past month. Sometimes it leaves your spirit feeling dead. Yeah. That's how I have felt in this night season. Like my spirit is dead. But my spirit was dead before he set me free. So I've got to understand that I've been born again. So my spirit has been made alive to the things of God. And what's happening is, is he is allowing my spirit to feel dead because he is removing the flesh and the things of my soul. Hallelujah. He's removing things that have hindered. So he has darkened my understanding to where I thought, man, i got this lift, right? I know how this works. I'm going to pray fast, read, do praise, do my thing, got my mind made up. I don't ever want think about walking away from God. Uh, but I do feel like sometimes think about walking away from the things that God has uh, a man uh, commanded for us to do. Like, amen, I'll change places with you and I'll let you be up here Sunday morning. I'll let you fill, amen, that role of pastor and I'll be a sheep and I promise you I'll be here 9.30. I'll be ready for Sunday class to start. I'll be on my feet at 10.58 with my hands up ready to worship you preach I don't care if it's your first message or your 95th I'm going to be behind you I'm going to take it come on somebody do you understand what I'm saying I, I never think about walking away from God not saying that I can't I, I'm just telling you that I'm already at a place in my soul where that's no longer an option for me And you get to a place Amen, hey, mind that walking away quitting or giving up is not an option you just, it just never enters your mind but Amen. Hallelujah. You get to a place. Amen. when not as far as your understanding and your mind searching can go. God will bring darkness and he'll block that light. Hallelujah. And it will feel like that your soul is dead. Your spirit is dead to God when in actuality he's allowing the circumstances, the Your righteousness is not. Sending you a battle and a trial. Now we're talking about God sending and allowing a night season. But you've got to believe that your Father mm-hmm. loves you enough to filter yep. that season, and He's not going to let anything, oh, hallelujah, He's not going to let anything harm you or come nigh your dwelling that will be able to take you. Come on, remember, Amen. Remember, the promise is only found on the far side of the desert. you got to get to the other side of the desert before you get the promise. you got to cross the river. God's going God's to gonna open it up, and he's going to make dry ground, but you still got to cross over. you still got to have faith for them when you get over there. To take it, you gotta know it belongs to you. It angels will come at you and be given to you. You gotta go take it huh? like you already know it belongs to you. Come on, somebody, do you understand that the promise is on the other side of the desert? One writer said it like this, and I just I just I was I just felt led to share this. Described it very well. Speaking about this place. That when you can go beyond that place and not see your Lord, believe He is there by eyes of faith alone. Mm-hmm. When you can walk further and further into Christ, Come on, when there are no senses, no feelings, not even the slightest registration of the presence of God. When you can sit before Him when everything around you and within you seems to be either falling apart or dead. And when you can come before your Lord without question and without demand, just serene and faithful alone, and there before Him, worship Him without distraction, without a great deal of consciousness of Amen. self and with no spiritual sense of Him, then will the test of commitment begin to be established. This will begin the true journey of the Christian life. That's when church stops being about you, what's been done to you, and how you've been treated. Amen. Come on, somebody. Yes, sir. Are you hearing me? Mm And we can't learn these things through our intellect, through our reason, or our emotions. Mm -hmm. Your emotions will 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 set you up for destruction. when I feel like they're this, or I feel like they uh, said that, or I feel like they're doing this, feel, feel, feel. Hear yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even if what you're feeling is accurate, it does not change who you are in God or who He is to you. Come on, son. not trying to help you understand understand the night season. And God will allow the night season to The areas, these areas of our soul and these areas of our focus for us to rely on our faith through the eyes of the spirit Mm -hmm. and not the eyes of the natural. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, when this life is over. Uh-huh. Only those. Who do the will. Of the father. Will hear him say. Enter in. Uh-huh. Well done. Amen. By good and faithful son. Uh-huh. Jesus said. I believe it in Matthew. Some of the gospels. He said many will cry. Lord Lord. Many will cast out devils. In my name. Many will heal the sick. You will see signs. But I will say, depart from me. The scripture underneath it that we often overlook says only those who do the will of the Father right. uh-huh. will I say, enter in. Or in. Uh-huh. So do you understand? Yeah. Uh-huh. you understand why the night season has to be and why God allows it? Again, let's go back to, to Isaiah chapter 50 verse 10. I love the complete... Jewish Bible, I and mean, the translation there into uh, into the Hebrew, because it said, "Who among you fears the Lord? Who obeys what his servant says?" Even when he walks in the dark without any light, he will trust in the Lord's reputation and rely on his God. So, 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 I'm trying to tell you that this person that God is talking about is not disobedient. Mm -hmm. Amen. Come on. Mm Amen. They're not disobedient. And they fear the Lord. That means they reverence him. But yet they are still walking in darkness. Mm -hmm. So this is telling us that there are times and there are seasons of darkness that the righteous, Uh the obedient, and those that fear the Lord will walk in. There's no disobedience or sin involved here. Uh But it says when he walks in the dark without any light, he will trust in the Lord's reputation. Amen. We preached a couple of weeks ago about the about the memorial stone. Sometimes, you, hallelujah, praise God. God has just set you up that when you try to go back, you you won't trip over what he's done before he lets you get back to where you were. Amen. You're going to see those stones. Amen. And even if you're groping, you're going to trip over them. And he's going to remind you, I brought you out. And I delivered you. And I, uh, amen, gave you a word. And I set you free. I brought you up out of the amen, I rescued you from hell you were gripping the sides of hell, but I pulled you out, hallelujah, you were on your way down there, but even when you make your bed in hell even when you've already got your mind made up there's no hope for you, I'm right there with you, and I pulled you out don't you dare go back don't you dare give up, but rely on his reputation, rely on the fact that he is Jehovah Elohim, he is Jehovah Rohi, he is Jehovah Shammah. he is Jehovah Shalom he is Jehovah Rapha he is, Rapha. He is all of those things mm-hmm. Amen. rely on his reputation and on his God so God creates darkness mm-hmm. somebody says well I'm not sure I believe that mm-hmm. I'm glad you don't because I'm going to give you scripture that's right. right. Come on. Isaiah 45 and 7. <laughs> I form the light and create darkness. I make peace. Uh oh. Brace yourself and create evil. Yeah. I, the Lord, do all these things. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Now, here's some thing. Somebody says, Why in the world would he create darkness? I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to help you understand why. And here's the thing you've got to understand. That even though he allows darkness, amen, he creates the darkness. It is not his desire for us to be in darkness. What? A, come on, in the book of Genesis, what was the first thing that God said? Let there be light. He decided that the darkness, oh come on, somebody, he brought light into the darkness. Hallelujah. So what is a season? It's something that has a duration period. It is a time. So just because God allows the night season does not mean that it's going to last. That's where you gotta rely on his reputation. You gotta trust on who he is. That's where you gotta have that intimacy. Hey Amen. You gotta. amen, live in the inner chamber of your spirit to understand who he is. Amen. Amen. Because here's the thing, darkness and light are the same to God because he is light and in him there is no darkness. Mm -hmm. So even though he creates darkness where he is, there is no darkness. Mm -hmm. Amen. You just can't see that with the natural eye because what you see is darkness. But with the eyes of the Spirit, you've got to know if God is there, there is no darkness. I want somebody you hear that they are the same in Him. Come on, Amen. He created that. Things of God go beyond our understanding. Are you with me? Am I making sense? Yes. Am I helping anybody? Yes. I'm yes. helping one. I'm a person. What yes. God is saying. Hallelujah. Let's go. Come on. I want to, I want to see girl. I want to help you tonight. But i that you're not in this thing alone. And what you're going through is not because you are being punished or you are some kind of super spiritual anomaly. Yes. Come on. You're not privy. Come on. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> the things of God beyond our understanding. The reason they're dark is because we don't understand. That's why they're dark. Not because He doesn't want us to see, not because He's <laughs> trying to trip us up, but they're dark because we don't understand what He's doing. Mm-hmm. Good. That's why they're dark. Because we don't understand it. And the light that we had of any understanding of God, His presence, the Word, spiritual warfare, the kingdom, all of the understanding that we have, all of that light is now blocked by that darkness. And that's as far as it's, it's taken us as far as it can go. Are you with me? And so God is saying, Give me the night <laughs> season. We gotta trust that God has allowed what's happening in our life to accomplish His will. Amen. Amen. I don't understand what He's doing. Come on. Look, I don't understand people. <laughs> uh, Come on. Everybody's <laughs> like, "Golly, I'm a, I'm a people. I'm part of the people. So I'm just as messed up."
1: Golly.
0: <laughs> I don't understand me, <laughs> you know, and I'm not supposed to, because if I did, their fate would be in my hands. <laughs> Neither of us want that. No, no. Come on. Right. Come on. I don't want that responsibility. That I don't want that laying on me. Right. Praise God he took that. Mm-hmm. he took that from us are you understanding mm-hmm. but we got to trust that what God has allowed to happen in our life is to accomplish his will this is why in those times in the night season we cannot doubt his love amen and that's why many people perish in the night season mm-hmm. Amen. they perish in the confusion of the chaos and the circumstances, because they don't fully believe, understand God's love for them. Yep. Right. Come on. It's based on a reward system. Mhm. It's based on reaching a certain level or a pinnacle. Mm-hmm. It's based on works. Uh And they don't understand God's love for them. Uh And I'll tell you, I've said it over and over. And if you've ever watched the the video of some of my testimony, hallelujah. I did not understand the love of God. I was raised in church all my life. I told you before and said it plenty Uh of times. I I think I took my third breath in church. Uh That's what it feels like. I slept under pews plenty of Saturday nights uh-huh. till 1231 o'clock in the morning. Looking at people's knees, <laughs> knelt at the altar. Uh-huh. And the pews just praying, uh-huh. Just praying. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I was raised in church, raised, Pentecost, raised in the in the belief in, of, of the fullness and the gifts of the Spirit. But I did not understand the love of God until I was 30 years old. Uh That's sad. Uh And that's why I'm taking the time tonight and why I believe by the unction of the Lord that God was speaking to you. I want you to understand God loves you. Uh And it's not about how good you are or how much you do. It's not about... Come on somebody, do you understand? Uh-huh. And so this is why when we're in the night season, we cannot doubt His love for us. Because uh-huh. here's the thing, it's our, it's our soulish nature that when we don't comprehend His ways, we can distrust His motives. Uh-huh. When you fully submit and believe that God always has your best interest in mind. Whether you're going through hell or you're experiencing heaven. Because when you don't comprehend His ways, you don't trust His wonders. And that's why the enemy will convince a person that God's punishing them. That you've done something. That this is your fault. Now, we've had, trials. Yeah, we've had Now I told you that. When I'm talking about trials that are brought on by our sins, we've someone else's sins, by, by, by the, the fallen state of man. When i not talking about that, we're talking about the night season. When the pain doesn't mean punishment or abandonment. shows how I feel. Am I the only one? Or, or is everybody else that will unequivocally say and unashamedly say I'm in the ninth season right now mm-hmm. or maybe you just come through one mm-hmm. but, but, but but you you feel abandoned. the pain makes you feel that abandonment mm-hmm. but it's then in the ninth season that you have to rely on the light That you've already got. he will never leave or forsake you. Come on. Amen. Not only will he never leave you, but he will go with you Mm -hmm. all the way. Touch your neighbor, say all the way. way. He'll go with you all the way, even even to the ends of the earth. In those night seasons, that the pain doesn't mean punishment or abandonment. But God's trying to free us from our soulish limitations. Because mm-hmm. when that night season is over, He's going to save Billy and Charlie and Tommy and Sally and Lisa and all of those that you're believing that heathen spouse one that you're like oh, I for to save you and I can't even I look at you right now yeah. come on man. come on yeah. he's trying to he's trying to free you from the soul limitations that he's going to do it that he can do it when you're looking at when you're looking at a man a budget of 5.5 million dollars yeah. mm-hmm. come on And and yes. I told you I told you Sunday. Look, I've believed. I've believed for tens of thousands of dollars before. I've never had to believe for five and a half million. Uh And so just maybe, just maybe my night season is to remove the soulish limitations that I have. On God as provider. Or we can shout it, scream it, sob it, sweat it, snot it, say it. Oh, we want to. But when it comes down to a man living the faith, sometimes it's not as easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on. But he's trying to free us from our selfish limitations. When we lack the understanding that we assume that the darkness comes from the enemy... And that it's sent to destroy us. So then what we're doing is we're fighting against the darkness that God has sent to grow us. hmm So good. And you're not getting anywhere. You're, you're, you're blaming the devil when the devil has nothing to do with it. God is allowing the night season to remove those soulish limitations. He wants to replace us with himself. hmm It's that simple. He wants to replace us with himself. This is why once you get deliverance, this is why, this is why demons dwell in the soulish part of man. Because that's the part of us that God needs in order to bring our faith and all of the parts of this spiritual walk into existence and as long as demonic spirits and oppression and depression and addiction have our mind, our will and our emotions there's no way you can walk in the spirit Mm -hmm. Uh but once you get free and those demons get evicted don't think you're walking on sunshine. Right. <laughs> because it's all my Donkey Kong now. I know that's outdated, but I don't, know what, I don't know what the new stuff is. It's real. So now you've really got to start working and you got to start getting Amen. Uh, amen. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the what? the renewing of your mind, so that you can do what? Know what is the good, perfect, and acceptable will of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm trying to give you as much word as I can. to you understand? I'm not making this up. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Praise God. That's why, hallelujah, you've got to begin to walk in the place. God's will is for us to empty is to empty us of ourselves Uh to replace us with himself. Uh We are prisoners of our soulish understanding of God. Uh Do you get that? Uh You are a prisoner to the limitations of your understanding of God. I don't care how spiritual you are. I don't care how many times you preach. I don't care how long you've been saved. I don't care how many people you've seen and led to the Lord. I don't care how many good deeds you've done. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't say I don't care flippantly. It doesn't matter. Amen. It has no regard. Amen. On on, on what we do in the kingdom. Hallelujah. We are prisoners of our soulish understanding of God. And once we reach the limit of the light that we have, we need revelation. And the only way to get that is to Empty ourselves of more of us. Mm That's good. Come on. Because how many of us pray? How many of us have prayed, Lord, I'm willing to pay the price? Oh, I'm feeling Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sunday morning. ooh, hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm there. I'm there. It's on. I'm willing to pay the price. We pray that. But then the night season comes. mm. Or we fall out. (laughs) When he begins to rearrange our lives. Oh, yes, yes. Holler, holler, yes. Oh, glory to God, I feel it, I feel it. Come on. It doesn't matter what you feel. Because right now, lately in the night season, I haven't felt a whole lot of familiarity with my experience with God. Uh Come on, somebody. I haven't felt it Uh like I know I can feel it. Uh Come on. I haven't seen it like I know I've seen it. I haven't heard it like I know (coughs) I've heard it. Come on, somebody, do you hear me? Hallelujah, praise God. I gotta know there's gotta be something inward. Hallelujah. It's not about how I feel, it's not about what I what I see, but it's about hallelujah, praise God, because when when, when, when we're all caught up on the feeling, hey man, what's the old song back? I'm going back and date myself. Hallelujah! Praise God! I'm hooked on the feeling. Hallelujah! High on the reeling. Amen. A lot of you go home on Sunday afternoon high on the reel. <laughs> yeah, ooh yeah, that was a good word. Ooh yeah, I felt that. I felt that. I felt that. Oh yeah, yeah, it's on now. Ooh yeah, I'm praying. God, you got me. You got me. Hallelujah! And then all of a sudden, He begins to rearrange your life. Come Wednesday, Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, there's things coming against you, and you you're sensing some things. Hallelujah! And you're about to fall out with God. You're like, oh, I don't understand. I, I said, oh, it's because you prayed when you prayed. Hallelujah. That was the limitation Amen. of your understanding. God saying, okay, I'm going to see do you really trust me? I'm going to see do you really, really, truly believe that if I brought you out amen, of addiction I brought you out of bondage that I can bring you out But look, 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 look. Joe, Joe, look what Joe, Joe chapter 3, verse 26. I'm going to throw some scripture at you. Is that alright? Sure it is. I'm not finished. You're all right. When I looked for good, then evil came to me. And when I waited for light, there came for darkness. Come on. Amen. Amen. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 2. He hath led me and brought me into darkness, but not into light. Mm-hmm. Now Lamentations 3, verses 6 and 7. He hath set me in dark places as they that be dead of old. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a that's a nice way of saying I feel like I'm dead. Yeah. I feel like He's put me in the grave like it's over. He hath hedged me about that I cannot get out. He he has made my chain heavy. Mm-hmm. Talking about night seasons. Talking about you that may think that it's not the will of God. Amen. For for to experience darkness. Now let's look at Isaiah 59, verses 9 and 10. Therefore is judgment far from us, neither doth justice overtake us. We wait for light, but we behold obscurity. For brightness, but we walk in darkness. Hallelujah, that feels like a yes. man recent. We grow from a wall like the blind, and we grow as if we had no eyes. We stumble at noonday as in the night. We are in desolate places as dead men. Somebody shall know. Yes. 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 We're Hallelujah. talking about the night season. Hallelujah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's has to happen. You have not arrived, nor will you ever arrive. Uh And when you think you have, bada-beam, bada-boom. Because God will. He will will knock the legs and the props right out from under you. Uh Because he'll get to a place. He'll not leave you out in the middle of the road, but he'll get to a place. He's not going to let you hater other the people. Come on. So we gotta see Jesus in the night seasons. That means we're sensing his presence even when it doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. We sing the song. Uh, that song has become so became so popular. Have you looked at, have you looked at some of the some of the, the, the true worship songs that are or worship unto God that 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 were birthed during the pandemic and out of all of this last three years of mess and fear and chaos and division and, and, and grossness. Come on. Have you looked at him? Hallelujah. Amen. Your goodness is running after me all the days of my life. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I will sing of the goodness of God. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Think about it. Look at look at look at God. We gotta we gotta we gotta sense that He's there even when it don't make sense. Uh-huh. That He loves us so much. we got to know that, that God loves us so much that He will do what is necessary to accomplish His will in our lives. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Even when it hurts. Even when it don't make sense. Can I tell you that the ignorance of God's will or the lack of being conformed to His image is the origin to a lot of our troubles? Mm-hmm that the ignorance of God's will or the lack of conforming to the image of His Son is the origin of a lot of our troubles. Mm -hmm. Amen. But we've got to understand that in the night seasons, heaven seems silent. Mm -hmm. Just talk to me, God. Talk to me. You've got to know that every word He's already spoken to you. Come on. It's over you, Amen. And they're living. And you got to seek them. And seek those things that are not as though they were. <laughs> That's the secret to the anointing. You don't hear God. You don't see him. Or you don't feel him. Talk about it. Not see him. And you're in the dark to what's happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know what God's doing. How can mm-hmm. you see God? I was called to do a graveside service a, a couple of weeks ago someone I didn't know and it was a memorial and the person had been deceased uh-huh. for, for uh, two or three years I can't remember uh-huh. but before the service his wife pulled me aside she said I don't understand this it's still been all this time and I still don't understand why didn't God take me? Uh I told God that I never wanted to be alone. Uh I told God that I never wanted Him to go first. Uh I'm older than Him. I should have went first. Uh I can't hardly do this. Why does God do those kind of things, preacher? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I began to explain. There are some things we that get we don't drive. understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are some things that we will never understand. Right. Amen. And the And <laughs> had she gave a lot of, but this, but like that. And I'm like, you but. Mm-hmm. This is what the Bible says. But. but And then finally she said, so there really is no real answer. And so I said, that's your answer. That you trust God. And that he's here with you now. And that you have hope beyond this. And and she had children and grandchildren. I said, look around you. This place is full of dead people. But look around you. You're surrounded by Children and grandchildren, you've got people that love you. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, God is with you. Okay. And mm-hmm. those are the things that you've got to take with you in the night season. And if you don't know that, the enemy will cause you to fall. So God teaches us in the night season that by depriving us of our natural light, <laughs> of our own seeing, our own feelings, and our own understanding, and it confounds our logic. It destroys religious attitudes. Mm. It destroys schedules. It frustrates patience. And it even alienates you sometimes from other people. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's the night season and God's taking you there. Can I tell you that almost every great man and woman in the Bible experience night seasons? Come on. Joseph, Abraham, Elijah, Job, Moses, Jesus. Hannah, Rizma, Rachel, Ruth, Esther, David. Mm-hmm. They all experience night seasons in order to have a greater understanding of the will of God for their lives. Mm-hmm. you got to get to the place, Acts 2.25. Did I give you that? I'm, this is the last scripture, right? David speaks concerning him about the Lord. I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. That's what the night season teaches you. Amen. That even when you don't see him, you know he's right before your face, and you should not be moved. He is on my right hand. David learned that in the night season. It didn't come natural. It didn't come through a man. What he did, it didn't come through destroying Goliath and taking out devils and giants. It didn't come with works and operating in the gifts of the Spirit. It came from being in the night seasons. Right. And if he creates the dark, that means he's the author of our night season. Right. Yes. I want him to come that with the music. Come on. He's the author of our faith, but he's the author of our night season. If he creates the dark, then he's the author of the night seasons. The night season are dark times of emptying out. Can I tell you this? I'm not going to leave you with this. Way. Again, I'm going to remind you that he replaces us with himself. as his desire. And real love involves trust. Real love involves trust. And the night season reveals his love for us. But God's promises are true. Amen. Amen. The Bible tells us they are yea and amen. If he seeks it, they'll never die. His promises are true. But they are accomplished in our lives through the regulation of our faith and unconditional abandonment to his will. That's a miracle. Just because they're true doesn't mean they're going to come to pass for you. But they come to pass. They're accomplished by the regulation of your faith. And complete abandonment to the will of God. That's how the promises are going to come to pass. That. That's how we're going to see this new worship center built on that property behind us. And that's how you're going to see your marriage saved, your children saved, your spouse saved. That's how you're going to see the breakthrough, the night season. I you don't know. Who tonight is singing as they begin to worship? I don't know who here tonight. I believe I feel in my spirit there's more than one. I know there's one more because I'm in a night season, so that's one. So I know there's someone else besides me because I'm not preaching to myself. I've done that already. Come on, but I know that.